G'day, we're back again talking about hidden costs in your business. So, you're with Simo and Ed, and this is the Fastline Track Growth Show, where we talk all things karting and business. So, hidden costs, Ed. Yep, welcome back to video number two around hidden costs. We're going to dive straight in now with the evolving world of technical solutions for your business. This is huge. I mean, tech evolves so quickly that you, I just can't keep up. No, and there's always like some youngster in the office going, oh, you're still doing it that way? Yeah. I have, within the last couple of years, been into a new client of mine and walked in and went into their accounts office. And some of you won't even know what this is, but there was some blue copy paper and they were copying it out of an invoice book. And this was two years ago. We're no. recording this. Where are we? 2021. Back to be 2022. <laughs> right? And they were still got copy paper. There'll be some people watching this going, what the bloody hell's that? Because yeah. like, i got a bit of grey hair. Mm. They've they got no idea what I'm talking about. But that's how mm. old that was. Well, you remember at school how they used to do the newsletter and stuff. They, they had those machines where they'd roll it yes. up and they'd crank out those things and you sniff them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can still remember that smell. <laughs> That's just dated us, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, I think my granddad told me about this. <laughs> but tech is evolving mm. all the time. So there's really cool ways. I know you're already doing mm. this, but you know, when I, I send my invoices out, somebody pays me in my invoice, mm. it all magically appears in my bank, right? And all the invoices are matching and my software system knows that it relates to that account. I don't know how that buddy works. I can find out, I'm not that mm. interested, but that just shows you one way when I set it at once, that it just runs smoothly. Mm. You know, you can really start to streamline your processes. Yeah. And if you're not doing that, you're spending money when you don't have yeah. to. It's a hidden cost within your business. I mean, the captions we develop for these videos, mm -hmm. I just upload the video. Well, I don't even upload. I point rev yeah. to them and they generate the captions. And I did I did a video yeah. with Spanish captions the other day. Did you? You know? That, cool. That's amazing. I hope they translated correct. <laughs> um, well, I, I, I actually got Maya. Maya's our Spanish speaking expert yeah. i got her to check it out and she said actually it's not too bad yeah that's an interesting process you mm. see so there's a great example mm. where there's some tech in there that's really useful mm. for us and that works but you do just need to dot the i's and cross the t's mm. while you do it but the really great thing is it's a little bit of work mm. up front mm. for a very very long-term gain mm. so that's only going to pay dividends and it will just reduce costs massively so embrace mm. new tech and yeah. i think the world's changing anyway yeah, it, it changes so quickly. You, yeah, you know, we introduced a system called Guru. Yeah, right. And and Guru is sort of it's like a knowledge base, like an internet system essentially, but but more yeah, just, more up just to date. really really small little cards. Yeah, yeah, easily searchable, and you know that's where we're putting our intellectual property. Yeah, you know, and all how we run the business, how an order goes out, you know how you take an order, how you dispatch an order, how you receive an order. It's, 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 it's really cool, helpful. But writing this, that process down as well will start to highlight where there's duplication. Oh, uh, well, duplication's a biggie. Yeah. Back from my IT days, I spent mm. a good few years in that field as well. But if anything was getting duplicated, the alarm bells would be ringing because that means we can probably find a way that you don't have to double key everything. Mm. No. So if you're double keying, as in mm. typing the same thing out more than once, You've probably got a tech solution waiting for you to be like it's waiting mm. to be found for you out there somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Next one. This is a favourite. 
Fine. Well, it would be, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Multiple suppliers is not often a very good idea. No. No, okay. not at all. You know, there's, there's multiple reasons for this. <laughs> First of all, yeah. you, you've got to speak or make or email multiple orders to multiple suppliers. Yeah. So you've got your time to do that. That's right. Then you've probably got shipping costs on each right. of them. Yeah. Then if anything goes wrong, you could be talking to different people. Whereas if you, if you consolidate a lot of that, yeah. It's one person, one invoice. And also a way to escalate it quickly. Yeah. And then then you've got, you're giving that invoice to Beryl over an account. Yeah. Now, instead of keying one invoice in, all of a sudden she's keying three in. So instead of it costing you 20 quid, it's costing you 60 quid. Yeah. Well, we've talked about the hidden mm. costs around what your accounting staff mm. really costs and the costs mm. of raising an invoice. So... If you know, if you save ten pounds and you think you've done really well, you've mm. probably just cost your business about fifteen because mm. it's truly it's gonna be at least twenty five pound cost to do that. The other bit as well in there, if you've got mm. multiple suppliers and you want a part mm. and some of them you won't come across very often, you'll be standing there thinking, Who was it that supplies that part? You lose time while you're rooting around, trying not to embarrass mm. yourself with your suppliers by ringing up the wrong one <laughs> for the part that they don't do. Yep. So, and you don't really want to be in there. You want to nurture good relationships with everybody around your business, I, I hope. Mm. So it just soaks time away constantly from, oh, I guess, in the mechanics, the track mm. owners. The, so mm -hmm. the people that are having their time soaked away by multiple mm. suppliers are probably the ones at a go-kart track that are actually got a higher salary. Yeah, yeah. Expensive business. It's like that old story of, of your mate who goes and shops at, at, at different supermarkets. <laughs> yes. Right, and it takes him two and a half hours to shop. Because he's going to Tesco's for his milk, he's going to Morrison's for his bread, and he's going to Aldi for his meat. Yeah. Now, whereas... He's so tight. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, you know, he's probably saving about a fiver, isn't he? We go out for a beer mm. and we stand there. And then mm. so at some point, every time we go out, there's half a dozen of us have a drink together. Somebody, mm. normally me, will mm. go, where's the cheapest petrol at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> and he knows which garage it is in the local area. And we all burst out laughing. Mm. And he doesn't understand why it's funny. But he was like literally know that it costs him like a, a penny less mm. per litre. And we just look at him like he's just crazy. But it takes him like, like, like two hours, two and a half hours to do his shopping. Well, Whereas yeah. normally it takes 45 minutes in but one place. There'll be business owners out there that mm. are sitting down going, I found this for like five mm. cents or even five dollars or mm. five pounds cheap. Mm. But right, it's the equivalent of us going out with our friends going, where's the cheapest? Uh, <laughs> yeah. We're doing that, but there's nobody there to mm. actually pull you up on it or get you thinking about mm. it consciously. So multi multiple suppliers is not usually a good idea. No. One, maybe two. I can understand why you might have two. You've always got to have a backstop. Exactly. You know. So you've mitigated your risk. Mm. But if you've got a place that does pretty much everything you need and the price is pretty decent, mm. like bloody use it. And I, I'm not just talking about fast line because mm. we're here. I'm talking about everything yeah. that you're doing in your go-kart track. Don't yeah. start muddying the processes. Yeah. It's costing you money. Even if sometimes you think you're saving money, you're mm. not. You're actually spending more money trying to do it, like, you know, trying to sort all those multiple suppliers out. Absolutely. Crazy. Point seven is not checking direct debits. 
This is a classic, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. It's not just for your business. This mm. is your personal. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah, yeah. My, my mobile phone subscriptions oh, is nuts. a huge one. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, it'll be set and forget. Yeah. And you don't realise that's happening, you know. And then you get your bill every month. And it's sort of like, hang on, there's there's 100 bloody quid in subscriptions here. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you use half of them? Yeah. So you're going to find that like most of your subscriptions are just repeating subscriptions. And because they're just repeating regularly, um, you just get used to a point. There's like a burn rate. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Let's keep it nice and simple. Let's say your mm -hmm. burn rate on your account is £100 or dollars a month. You just get used to that amount mm -hmm. going out. But when you analyze it, you'll probably find a chunk of that, a good 20, 30 percent of it actually is stuff that you can just stop immediately. Yeah. yeah. The final point, the final hidden cost. Yeah. We've talked about this before. We have. We've hinted, yeah. We haven't just hinted it. We've talked about it in quite a lot of detail. We, we did two videos, I think. On yeah, it, yeah, right? yeah. And, and that final hidden cost is shit offer structures. Yeah. If you've got your offers going out and you've mm. put very little thought into it, you've got a major problem. Mm. Yet again, I have had a text just a couple of days ago because it's Christmas while Christmas period while we're filming, and it's like name of go kart track, ten percent off on everything, and I'm just thinking this is a crazy offer. I got the same text. Did you? Yeah. There you go. Now, no harm done. They're probably mm. thinking they're doing the right thing, and if you're getting a return mm. on it, and that's providing you some income, then don't just switch it off without mm. some more thought. But any company, and if that's you, anybody that's mm. sending mm. out that type of message just saying 10% off, let me just give you a quick hint. That's a really shit offer. What you're looking for is value. You want to get people mm. that have got stuff and ideally giving stuff away that doesn't cost you too much, but is of huge value to somebody mm. that uh, is potentially looking at coming to your track. So if you get your offer wrong, and I think I've said it in the, like the earlier video, 10% off is 10% off your bottom line. Yeah. So if you're a business owner and you've got your marketing department coming up saying, we're going to do a 10% off offer, you just add in in your head, mm. like mentally, just think 10% off my bottom line. Mm. Am I now still very happy about that? Nah. Because it just absolutely cripples you and it's just a hidden cost in your business. It's better to lay. Yeah. Layer the values, lay a value into your offers. And, and, and yeah. I mean, rather than going 10% off, mm -hmm. you could go second ride, 25% off. Yeah. Now, now that's not as bad as 10% off yeah. because... You've already, you've already covered your costs. costs You're into profit. They, but some people won't have an immediate second ride, but they might just take mm. you up on the second ride. Mm. So now it's already, all your marketing's been covered. Mm. It's all the hidden cost of marketing, mm. all the other bits and pieces. You're now into pure profit scenario mm. after a bit of fuel and a bit bits and pieces mm. on your normal wear and tear. But that would be a smarter offer. So yeah, I think uh, without got more too revenue, much thought, uh, yeah, well, without too much mm. thought, I think the second ride mm. as part of the offer is probably going to be a smart offer. Mm. There's got to be a whole host of ways. I mean, if I was in the marketing department for a go kart track, and that was all I was focusing on. It wouldn't take me too long to come up with three or four killer offers that's going to provide lots of value that's not going to cost me a lot of money yeah yeah or or there might be a perception that some money's been lost but actually it puts us in a much stronger profit position mm. and that's where we really want to be yeah i'm so happy you got that text <laughs>
in fairness, if that if you're just sitting there thinking, mm. I think it's talking about me, well, we probably are. Call us, we'll sort your, your <laughs> offer out. But secondly, the good news is a lot of your consumers, they won't realise that that is a shit offer. They'll just take it on faith. Mm. People don't think like him and me normally no. around that karting world. No. So you're not doing yourself any reputational damage mm. necessarily. You just could do it much better and much better for your bottom line profit you know, where you take mm. your dividends from, hint, hint. You should be highly motivated to go and make sure these offers are structured correctly. Yeah. Short and sweet today, yeah. I think. Absolutely. We've covered quite a lot of topics mm. over there. There are, perhaps there's the hidden costs in your business. Some mm. of them will be unique to you. You've just got to be sort of aware to them. And the great news is for hidden costs when you tackle them, there's a small little bit of effort, normally reduces costs, but not mm. just for that day or week. It's the sort of cost that reduces normally over the next 12 months or even five years. Mm. Just taking a bit of time to review it, what, twice a year maybe? Mm. It doesn't. You don't have to be a slave to this. We'll actually have huge knock-on benefit for you over a well, five-year period. Another hidden cost yeah. in the go-kart world would be not doing preventative maintenance or not maintaining your carts properly. Huge one. You know, There's a tag one in here, yeah. but it's a really, it's a really yeah. valuable one for go-karts, yeah. like owners, isn't it? We didn't think about it when we, we put it up because we were thinking businesses in general. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, as we got talking and things, that is a big cost because if you're not doing preventative maintenance and, you know, you throw a chain in a gearbox, mm-hmm. it's not just the chain that could go. It could crack the gearbox and then you've got a gearbox casing, you know, so... It's, it's like my car. I drive around in a very old car, right? I love it. You know I love my car. It was. It, I basically bought it for the same price as the deposit of the Mercedes I went to buy, but I didn't <laughs> like the customer service they gave me, so I thought, such I'm going to go buy an old car. I now get that serviced every 7,000 miles or 8,000 miles or something like that, and because I go so regularly to the garage, guess what? It doesn't cost you much to run. And also, he gave he gives me a really good price. He goes, right, you, you come in here every 8,000 miles. Yeah, well, I'm going to see you three times a year or whatever it is. It's sort of cut down a bit with COVID. But three times a year, I'm going to see you. You just keep coming here all the time. Your car runs like a dream. I don't need to charge you as much for your service because I already know what you're going to do. And he goes, right, you've got your half service and your full service. I go, screw that. So three times a year, I go in there and go, just... Full service. service, and can you try and find something wrong with it? Mm. And that's what I tell him. Mm. And he very rarely finds anything wrong with it, and it just runs. And because I've had it serviced so often, he wants mm. to buy it. Yeah. And it's a VAG group car. Mm. He's a VAG specialist, and he mm. wants to buy my car because he knows <laughs> I've spent a load on mm. it. But all my friends have got thousands of pounds mm. of bills on their car because they abuse them. And I spend mm. what, 360, like 30 quid a mm. month it works out at. 360 a year or something like that that I, I do you know, can now work out what I pay for a full service <laughs> old Audi. but preventative maintenance mm. really works yeah. so I think this is a tough one mm. because if you're a car track owner you're going to be sitting there going oh I don't know because it's it's cost and uh, will I see really see the returns so this is what I'd suggest mm. why don't you just split your number of carts in two yeah and why don't you do preventative maintenance on half of them and not preventative maintenance on the other one because that's how confident I am you'll mm. save money yeah by doing preventative maintenance. So that will reduce the cost to you. It will give Mm. you a real time and a real life indicator on whether that's gonna work Mm. for you. That would be really smart. Mm. And if you believe in the confidence we've got Mm. that that's the right way forward, you might as well just do that. The whole shebang, we'll get all that sorted. And and if somebody does go out and do that with half a fleet, um, tell us the results. We'd be really interested to know. 
Well, also, I think we'd probably go down and meet you. Yeah. We're going to bring the video camera. Yeah. I think. Good video topic. Then we wouldn't have to think one up. Yes, please. But we'll probably, we'll come down, we'll do a quick shot. We'll talk about maybe what sort of stuff you're doing for preventative maintenance. Do a quick shot there. And then maybe, I don't know, it'll be a really good time frame. But I'm thinking four months later, we'll turn up. I, 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 and you know, the reason I know this work has just come to me, right? I've got a customer yeah. that I recently dropped in at his track yeah. when we did a road tour mm-hmm. not so long ago. And the whole purpose was I wanted to know why the hell he was buying no car parts from me. Yeah, yeah. And he said, I don't use any. I go, no, I don't believe you. And he goes, no, no, seriously, I don't. Yeah, yeah. And this is why I get a new fleet. I get a new fleet every two years. Yeah. Right? Religiously changes the oil. Yeah. Right? Religiously. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, every two, three weeks. Yeah. And he just doesn't do any damage. That's right. Well, that's what I do on my car. Mm. All the oil gets stripped out, all the filters get mm. stripped out. Now you don't you know, too many filters in your carts, but all the filters mm. go, all the oil gets mm. changed. Anything where there is, oddly enough, mm. anywhere where there's friction points in my car, <coughs> I make sure they mm. get serviced regularly. Mm. And as a result, touch wood, mm. my old car just, just yeah. drives like a dream. I love it. Well, there you go. We, we started off with eight. We've gone to nine. <laughs> giving... Extra, extra value, value nearly you know. 10%. <laughs> uh, so your offer is 10% on. Forget yeah. 10% off, it's yeah. so last year. Yeah. <laughs> extra 10% on. <laughs> there you That's go. That's it. All right, well, it's goodbye from me. Cheerio from me. And we'll see you next week. Look forward to it. See you soon. Ciao. Bye.